Your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief keeps you informed about what's happening in Annapolis, Anne Arundel County, and Maryland. Local news, local sports, local events, local opinion, and, of course, local weather. Your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief starts now. Good morning. It's Tuesday, October 31st, 2023. This is John Frenet, and this is your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief, presented by Annapolis Subaru and the SBCA of Anne Arundel County. Well, happy Halloween. There is still some time before trick-or-treating begins, so make sure that you have the treats. No need to get tricked if you don't need to. And don't even think about cutting us short today because we have a special message from Melissa right after George and the weather. Who's Melissa? You're just going to have to wait and see. Anyhow, we do have some news, so we better get into it, shall we? A quick correction on a story we brought to you yesterday. The motorcyclist who died in a crash over the weekend was 32, not 22, and he was from Annapolis, not Severna Park. The Annapolis police somehow got that messed up when they sent out the initial information. And speaking of the APD, they had a busy few days with two more shootings in the city and a home invasion. On Saturday, just after noon, a 28-year-old Annapolis woman forcefully broke into a man's home on Obery Court, demanding money and threatening him with a knife. She left without injuring the victim and was found by police a bit later. She was charged with first and second degree assault, third and fourth degree burglary, armed robbery, reckless endangerment, malicious destruction of property, and home invasion. And if you were counting, that is four felony charges. And yes, she was released on her own recognizance by a court commissioner. They also are investigating two shootings. The first one was on Saturday when AAMC called the police for a patient who had walked in with a gunshot wound to the foot. The victim said that he woke up with a sore foot on October 27th. And then he further said that the injury could have occurred at approximately 9.47 p.m., and that's a direct quote, on October 26th, which is very oddly specific. Yet when asked about where it happened, he said somewhere near Clay Street. I think we see the whole snitches get stitches at work right here. And yesterday at 2.20 a.m. in the Woodside Gardens apartment off of Forest Drive, police responded to a shooting. They discovered spent shells but no victims. Police said that they looked at the camera footage and saw two unknown males exit a black Jeep Cherokee SUV firing shots and leaving the community. The Military Bowl is coming to Annapolis once again on December 27th, and once again, the famous Budweiser Clydesdales will be leading the parade. The parade does step off at City Dock at 10 a.m. and will make its way up to the Navy Marine Corps Memorial Stadium, where the game will kick off at 2 p.m., televised at ESPN if you're not going to be at the game. Tickets are on sale right now at militarybowl.org, and if you have a unit that wants to march in the parade, we do have a link at ionanapolis.net. The Bowl has asked me to emcee the parade once again, and I thank them so much for that opportunity. So if you are there, I will be at the bottom of Main Street, probably really close to the Market House. No word on the second appearance by the Clydesdales, as in years past. That was that whole Miracle on West Annapolis event, but maybe. So fingers crossed, stay tuned. Remember way back when during COVID when we teamed up with Liquefied Creative for a program called Annapolis Gives? It was a tipping program for service workers who were out of work 
a resource and activity guide, and also included a brand makeover for two companies along with six months of free advertising with us. That time it was Classic Theater of Maryland, which at the time was Annapolis Shakespeare Company and Paradise Float Spa in Eastport. We got all sorts of awards from the Anne Arundel County Chamber of Commerce and also the governor's office for that. So here we are nearly four years later and we're going to do it again. Why? Because Liquefied Creative is rebranded and they're now called Liquefied Agency and we are going to resurrect Annapolis Gives for 2024. This really celebrates our joint commitment to supporting locally owned businesses. And this time around, one lucky restaurant or retail business will get a full branding makeover and six months of advertising with Ion Annapolis. You have a month to apply and pitch us. We have a link again on ionannapolis.net. Good luck. And again, many thanks to all who continue to sign up for our daily news recap. We're trying to grow our subscription base. So if you can, give it a mention to a friend or neighbor or a colleague. If you aren't receiving it, here's a link right here on the show notes to subscribe. It's free. It's short and sweet. It comes to your email inbox every day at 7 p.m. And unlike many other news sources in the region, there are no pesky paywalls. And as we start to close, today is Ticket Tuesday, and Ram's Head on Stage has hooked us all up once again. And here's what I have this week. November 5th, Crack the Sky, and this is the all-ages matinee show. And also on November 5th, Emmeline, who is a fantastic jazz and R&B vocalist. You want to think Nora Jones meets Postmodern Jukebox. And what the heck, here's the third one. November 17th, comedian Brian Posehn. Any of those tickle your fancy? Get in touch with me and you might be going. And be sure to check out ramsheadonstage.com for some amazing shows on deck. And again, as always, a huge thanks to the team at Ramshead On Stage for doing this for us every single Tuesday. All right, that is a wrap. But first, a quick thank you to you for listening and sharing and letting your friends and colleagues all know about us and to our sponsors for the Daily News Brief. Annapolis Subaru, the SPCA of Anne Arundel County, Solar Energy Services, Hospice of the Chesapeake, Scout and Molly's, and Alpha Engineering. So now hang tight. We have George Young from DCMDVA Weather standing by with the only locally forecast weather report you will find. And remember, I said you needed to hang around for Melissa as well. All that's coming up in just a bit. Advanced illness decisions aren't always easy. Hospice of the Chesapeake, your hometown hospice, wants you to know you do have a choice over who provides care, what type of care, and when and where your loved one receives that care. Learn more at hospicechesapeake.org. Ready for a new look for those end-of-summer parties? Come see us at Scout and Molly's. I'm Betsy Abraham. My mom and I own and operate this great little boutique at the Annapolis Town Center. Come enjoy a fun, in-person shopping experience with a bonus, real customer service. We'd love to help you pick out the perfect outfit for back-to-school Annapolis boat shows and nights out with your friends. Scout and Molly's, Annapolis Town Center. Thanks for shopping local. When you live near Annapolis, you know how fickle the weather can be. So you need a truly local forecast that's accurate and reliable. Forecast right here in Annapolis. DCMDVA weather is not just for today, but for the rest of the week and the weekend too. Now here's George Young of DCMDVA weather with the weather outlook for today and beyond.
Hey everyone, this is George with DCMDVA Weather, and this is your Eye on Annapolis forecast for Tuesday, October 31st. Happy Halloween today across the Annapolis region as we close out October 2023 on a much colder note. But the end of the week and weekend ahead look amazing. Look for mixed skies today with highs in the lower mid-50s, with AM lows tomorrow morning in the upper 30s to maybe low or mid-40s, followed by sun tomorrow with breezy northwest winds, with highs again 50 to 55 degrees, with AM low temps Thursday morning, then in the low to mid-30s, so frost will be likely and a hard freeze could be possible for some in the region. From there, it will be cold again Friday morning with more low to mid 30s expected, but it'll turn out very nice in the PM hours with sunshine and highs near 60 degrees. With the weekend likely to bring more sunshine and maybe mid or even upper 60s, 4 p.m. highs across the entire mid-Atlantic. Okay, that's it for today. This is George Young of DC MDVA Weather. Make it a great day out there today. Stay healthy and be safe. And be sure to follow DC MDVA Weather on Facebook and X for regular updates each day, along with the website at dcmdvaweather.info, so you can always stay weather-informed. Hello, energy consumers. This is Rick Peters, president of Solar Energy Services. Have you been looking for ways to save money recently? Maybe you should consider solar energy for your home. Or are you waiting for the technology to get cheaper? If so, how long are you going to wait? Today's solar costs less than 20% of what it cost 10 years ago. But while solar prices have declined every year, so have the financial incentives. Bottom line, if you wait for cheaper solar, you're also waiting for lower incentives. Take my home, for example. My solar system was installed in 2010, and it's been paid off for almost five years, and I no longer have to buy any electricity for another 15 to 20 years. If I waited for cheaper solar, I'd still be paying an electric bill. At Solar Energy Services, we have thousands of satisfied customers who are sure glad they didn't wait. So what are you waiting for? Sunshine's a wasted. Call us today for a free solar design at 410-923-6090 or on the web at solarsaves.net. Sunshine, sunshine. Nothing else can make me feel so fine. Hello, friends. My name is Melissa Houston, and I'm a tour guide with Annapolis Tours and Crawls. You've probably seen us around town, crisscrossing the old streets with dozens of people following behind or popping in and out of the haunted taverns, telling stories of ghosts and local lore. Well, I've got a treat for you. I'm going to share with you one of my favorite ghost stories from our book, Haunted Annapolis, written by Mike Carter and Julia Dre. Annapolis, Maryland is home to hundreds of buildings from the 17th and 18th centuries. Cornhill Street has foundations that date back to the establishment of our old city. One of them was rented by a waterman, his wife, and two boys. Now, the father was said to be a fisherman, and his two boys worked at his side. During the heat of the summer in 1770s, fevers cooked their way through the population of many American cities. One of those infections paid a call to their house on Cornhill. While all four family members fell sick, the parents died and the boys were left alone with no other family in the area. The older one was just old enough to take custody of his younger brother. Lost and alone, they squandered their inheritance on rum and beer in the taverns and brothels of Hell's Point. And when the money ran out, they made more in ways the neighbors quietly speculated about. Loud drunken parties and raucous fights happened at all hours of the night, and the neighbors were fed up. 
they had endured another night of shouting, a night that ended in the sounds of crashing furniture and cursing as the two brothers engaged in a drunken scuffle. Quiet fell in the early hours of the morning, and by the next afternoon, a delegation of neighbors knocked at the door of the house until the younger brother, bleary-eyed, hungover, with bruised knuckles and blood on his shirt, opened the door. The man apologized and explained that the argument the neighbors heard was the last one because his brother was done with Annapolis and had ridden off to Baltimore with no plans on returning. After the neighbors went home, the house stayed quiet. The younger brother came and went, but there were no more parties, drunken arguments, and no more fights punctuating the night hours. The new serenity of the block was marred by one thing, an unpleasant odor that grew into a disgusting stench over the course of a few weeks. The smell was traced to the brother's house, and one night while he was gone, the neighbors came in and discovered the dirt-floored basement had a shallow grave containing a body they were convinced was that of the older brother, but without a head, identification could not be definitely made. The younger brother confessed that that fight, the younger one had gotten his hands on a knife and stabbed his brother several times. He doesn't remember how many times he plunged the knife, but it was enough that no one would consider it an accident. Being how gossipy Annapolis has always been, there has never been a good time of day or time of year to sneak a body out of town. So the young man figured he would take his brother apart into more manageable pieces. He severed the head from the corpse, wrapped it in a cloth, hiding it beneath his cloak. He made his way through the dark streets towards the water, with glances to every side to make sure he was not being followed. He got onto the wooden bridge that connected Annapolis with Eastport, leaned against the railing, and dropped it in for the crabs. Once he got home, he couldn't bring himself to cut off another body part, so he managed to dig a shallow grave and did his best to conceal the stench of decomposition, but the humidity of Annapolis defeated his efforts, and the body was discovered, and the neighbors were horrified. There have been several sightings, of the headless ghost around the waterfront of Annapolis. One of my favorite sightings happened in the late 19th century. Thomas Clancy of Eastport was helping his father sort and pack fish at the seafood market in downtown. His dad sent him home to bed, and the young man got to the foot of the Eastport Bridge and just felt compelled to look over his shoulder. Standing beneath the street lamp was a dark and bulky figure, as if it sensed the younger Cheney's gaze, the figure began to move toward him. And thinking it might be his father, he waited before crossing. But as the figure drew closer, he was filled with a sudden sense of horror because he could see that the tall shape was not his father, and it was not only moving with a strange gait, but there was no head on the broad shoulders. He said later, I could see the object quite clearly as I occasionally turned around to look for him, and he followed me at the same distance he had maintained. The planks of the bridge were loose and rattled as I walked, but the man on my tail moved with a noiseless step. The waterman looked over his shoulder and realized the figure was gaining on him, so he bolted for his home, running as fast as he could. Just as he reached the door and was fumbling with the lock, he felt a hand on his shoulder and smelled a terrible foul odor. 
His mother opens the door and he slams it shut behind him, runs to find his father's gun, throw opens the door, only to find the streets silent and empty. This was not the only time the Headless Ghost has been seen. But more from this story, you're just going to have to come on one of our tours. We do them all year long, every night of the week, walking ghost tours and haunted pub crawls. Book yours at toursandcrawls.com and follow us on the socials at Annapolis Ghosts. From all of us at Annapolis Tours and Crawls, Happy Halloween. The benefits of a good night's sleep are well documented. Sleeping well prevents weight gain, improves concentration and creativity, and boosts the immune system. So, what keeps you up at night? If you run a business, then the security of your computer network may be one of those things. Threats like ransomware and phishing are becoming increasingly sophisticated and pose a real risk to any business. Don't let these cyber threats keep you up at night. At Alpha, they've been helping their customers sleep better for over 30 years by monitoring in real time and hardening network defenses. And for those irritating IT issues that arise every day, Alpha's just a phone call away. Helping your business run smoothly and helping you sleep better knowing Alpha is on guard. Give Alpha a call to see if they can ease your worries and help you get the rest you deserve. Find them at alphagetsit.com. You've been listening to the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Tell your friends and colleagues, this is the podcast where you can keep up on the latest with what's going on in Annapolis and Anne Arundel County. And don't forget about our website, iamannapolis.net, where you can find even more information. And make sure you follow us on Facebook at All Annapolis and on Twitter at Annapolis. This Daily News Brief podcast comes to you every Monday through Friday at 6 a.m.